Welcome to the Westside Personalized Podcast, where real educators share their classroom-tested, learner-approved personalization practices. I'm your host, Andrew Easton. I hope you enjoyed today's discussion and are able to find a few valuable takeaways from the podcast. And so without further ado, let's go to the pod! Uh, did you like the videos, I guess? And how did that experience go for you? I liked them. Like, they gave you good examples. And, like, I guess when you were watching them, I got an idea of what I should be doing and then what I'm going to do. Yeah, I, I like the videos as well uh, because they gave good examples, just like Ruby said. They also, they, they explained it very well, so it was also funny and it was also entertaining at the same time. Okay, what was funny or entertaining about it? Um, sometimes they would, like, do funny acts. They would make the video interesting by doing it. Because like, I know it's fun to learn while having fun. It is better to yeah. learn when you're having fun. I totally like agree. All right. Uh, well, looking forward to another installment up for our Westside Personalized podcast. And today getting a chance to visit uh, with Stephanie Swanson and with Michelle Kopecki, fourth grade teachers at Oakdale Elementary School. We had an opportunity to collaborate a little bit together on uh, some instructional video pieces for writing, uh, and so thanks for taking a little bit of time out of your last week of the semester here to uh, visit and chat about your experience. And so, can I maybe just start off asking, like, just background in our district and a little, like, bio information to kind of share with uh, the people listening in? Um, I'm Michelle Kopecki. Um, I have been a Westside teacher. This is my sixth year. I um, actually started student teaching with a teacher in our building, and I've been here ever since, so pretty exciting. Nice. And I'm I'm in my eighth year of teaching fourth grade, and last year did the personalized learning cohort three, and you had done it, Michelle, a couple of years ago. Yes, I was in the first cohort, so it feels like forever ago, but... Um, <laughs> it does. It does that one as well, and I know yeah. exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. So... We got an opportunity to visit uh, as like this collaboration time that we whittled out of our schedule. What were you really hoping to accomplish, I guess, as we first sat down? And uh, where was that like need, I guess, initially for you guys? I noticed in my classroom, I had some writers who really excelled and didn't really need a lot of help from me. So as we were going through the writing process, uh, I felt like I was kind of holding them back with like our whole group lessons that were just the same for everybody every day and I would notice that they were really way ahead and didn't need to spend as long as we did on the certain lessons and kind of wanted something that could allow those kids to move at their own pace and um, be able to move ahead and then me to be able to spend more time with the kids who needed uh, a little bit more help. Yeah I thought the same thing. I, I always hear that writing's already personalized because they pick their own topic, but instructional-wise, it wasn't personalized because every kid was on the same lesson and we were just moving them along at the same pace. So we were hoping that the videos would allow those writers that were more advanced to go at their own pace. And um, That was kind of your goal from the, from the beginning. That's yeah. good. Everyone, I think, would like to have more video instruction. Maybe I just believe that, I guess. But I do think that people would be like, yeah, you know, it'd be nice if I had some video pieces to supplement, if nothing else, what I'm doing. Uh, and so what, what what were your kind of initial thoughts about um, what it would be like to go to create those kind of pieces and then maybe also reflect on the process of? I think at first I was kind of envisioning just maybe like a recorded, like my voice recorded over 
you know, maybe like a keynote slide showing, you know, what I would do for writing, like how to write an introduction. And I might just record it and it would be like, you know, pretty simple, but just something to help supplement. And when you mentioned that research shows that they're a lot more engaged when they see a person on the screen, I was like, oh no, now we have to be on camera. <laughs> but they turned out really good. So I know the kids really enjoyed them. At first I was scared. I was afraid to get up in front of the camera. And um, let's just say my acting skills are not (laughs) (laughs) the greatest. But um, after seeing the final product and uh, going through that whole experience, I just felt like in the classroom more confident, actually, in the instruction that we were giving because we did all of that work before. So I knew exactly what each day was going to look like. Not that you don't do that when you're planning anyway, but I just felt more secure because the video, it was already all there. And so I just needed to kind of capitalize off the video instead of trying to do it all, you know, from scratch in front of kids. So cool. So you knew that you had like a, that they had a go-to resource with exactly what you wanted them to get out of the lesson at any time. And so you derive some like confidence from that is, uh-huh. is what I'm kind of hearing you say. Yeah. Do you agree that uh, what what would you say was the part that was the most challenging on the front end of the construction of these? Uh, I know sometimes people feel a little overwhelmed by the, the thought of producing these right. And so at, having gone through it, I guess, what, what would you say was the most surprising part to you or the most like heavy lifting that had to be done? Well, I thought it was going to be writing the scripts, but those actually went really quick. I think just coordinating everything with everybody was probably the most challenging. We didn't get a whole lot of people that wanted to join us this first round, but that's okay. I I think that, you know, now that everyone can see an example, maybe we will the second time round. So I'm hoping that that piece is a little easier next time. Um, just trying to convince people to join in our fun. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah I thought the writing the scripts... I thought that might be the hardest part, but because it's like what you're teaching, what we're used to teaching anyway, that really wasn't too bad because I just kind of wrote out how I would teach it in class. But um, kind of getting it organized and making sure we had the props that we wanted to use and just setting aside that day or half day to do the recording, you know, was a bit of some work, but it was definitely worth it to Trying, get that done. trying to hunt down a child's fishing pole was the hardest part for me. <laughs> but you came to the rescue and we used a camera prop and it worked just the same. Yeah, I thought it looked just fine as far as what we were trying to accomplish with that. And so, you know, a couple of things, I guess. I, I do try to promote the people who use scripts and I'm not surprised. And I guess to, I am a little bit if they're like here. I could see how that could be overwhelming because uh, you'll say, yeah, you need to write about two pages, a page and a half, two pages. But does go pretty quick because mm-hmm. like you said it's something that you already have your mind wrapped around and I think it's good processing too I think I feel like I teach things better when I've like written a script for it first mm-hmm. um, because I've already kind of had that reflection and worked through it and then yeah the confidence that you know that you can share that piece and it does have everything that you want to say so that um, and for our English 9 honors team uh, as we created our first round of videos I felt like it brought our team together it was like a really fun opportunity for us to just sort of get out of the classroom and out of our like normal you know meeting structures and and do something a little bit silly and and a little bit engaging and that was because we did skits like you guys did also and so can you kind of talk about the role that that played where did those come up and then like did kids find that engaging do you think 
Yeah, I think opening with kind of a, a silly skit that related to whatever concept we were teaching, I think just made it kind of fun. And I think the kids really looked forward to watching the videos because I think they kind of wondered each day like what we were going to do right. on the next video. <laughs> yeah. So that and that was fun to do. And, uh, you know, just having it planned out really helps that day where we were, we were recording and I had a blast doing all of the opening and closings. That was probably the most fun. Just reflecting on that day, that's what sticks out in my mind the most is getting to make the opening and closings and getting silly with it and watching the kids' faces um, and just being excited to see what the you know craziness we were going to do that day was really rewarding too. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Like, how did the kids respond to all of this then and as you've implemented it? And both educationally and also just class climate, right? Like, what kind of vibe did that create by them and going through those pieces? I thought it was hilarious that they thought that we had uh, – your kids watched the video first, Steph. And at lunch, they all said – we saw you on video. Did you guys film that today? <laughs> so they really didn't understand that, you know, how much work it was and, mm-hmm. you know, what. but um, I was surprised that they, my students at least, watched the videos more than once. We, like, we watched it all together and then I was surprised how many went back and watched it at least one more time, some even two more times. Um, so that, to me, solidified that hearing the instruction more than once is really important for some students. And the kids that I said could go at their own pace chose not to. They chose to stay with the group and watch the videos with us as a group. So that was really telling to me as well. Yeah, that was something that was reflected in what we did in English and Honors class too, is we took a survey afterwards and 65% of the students said they watched multiple videos and we had like nine or 10 in our series three or more times. Three or more, like over half of them watched, th- it was crazy to me. Yeah, the the revisiting was something I hadn't really anticipated. Yeah, I do think that that does have, like, is a great thing uh, for their, supporting them academically. So I don't know, mm-hmm. what did you see in your class, Stephanie? Um, my students, I could, gave them that survey on Google Forms, too, and just to kind of see what they thought worked well for the unit, and even if it wasn't about the videos, they just said kind of overall what they liked. They really, a lot of them said that they liked being able to go at their own pace and using the videos to help them go at their own pace so they could move ahead if they were ready. Uh, and then... Uh, having like a checklist, I used kind of the checklist from our writing curriculum, so they also had a list of things to look at, so they kind of knew what to do each day or what they should work on. And we, in our in my classroom, I would kind of give like a brief overview, a really quick, quick lesson for, you know, what was maybe the, the next step for most people that day. But I didn't spend too much time on it since we did have kids at different places. And then I sent them back to their seats, and then I could I would tell them, like, you can choose which video, if you're ready for your lead, watch this video, or if you're ready for um, adding powerful verbs, watch this video. And so then when they got back to their seats, they would kind of choose which video they needed. And they were watching them over again, too, if they needed some review. I had one of those moments where I was like, yes, I'm so glad we made these videos because I had lots of kids sick with the flu. Oh, um, yeah. And I had a few that were behind the, where they should have been. And it was in those moments I was like, yes, they can go back, they can watch the instruction, and then that will help them. And it really alleviated some of my time to, you know, not have to give that whole instruction again time and time again because they Absolutely. were gone at different times. 
So, um, yeah, it was just one of those moments where I really appreciated having that backup. Mm -hmm. That's something when we get to the technology portion of our current training is we have a little just brief conversation. We say, okay, like uh, tech for the sake of tech, not interested, right? <laughs> but if it can function and, and like uh, have a significant impact across a variety of like, uh, and so what I'm hearing, I guess, to further that thought is that one, this is fun and makes it more engaging, and it's fun for us to make these things too, and, and just kind of adds a classroom climate. Uh, students can revisit this. Uh, students can move at their own pace. Students can be gone and still get caught up on things. Uh, and so there's a, there's a myriad of ways in which, and I, and I think it does allow you then in the classroom even to answer more next level questions, because you're not exhausting your time going around covering that same content that the video is able to get to. Um, and so those are all reasons I think that this is something to, worth advocating for. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't replace a teacher. I, I don't. I don't want to say that either. Where I feel like, oh, you could just because I've had way major pushback from students. Like, I still want direct instruction. I still yeah. want the opportunity mm -hmm. to chat with you. And that's not everybody, but there's still a population that um, that really needs that. But uh, but I think as a as a complementary piece to what's going on, yeah, it really helps um, to kind of facilitate things. And so. Uh, I guess in closing, what would you say? Do you think that this is something you would do again? Absolutely. Yes, definitely. Uh, I wish we had time to get it ready for our next student after the break, but because of moving to a new building, it probably won't be <laughs> happening. Sure. Uh, I'm really glad that we went through with this and experienced this because I told you guys when we first sat down how hesitant I was, and I said, this is going to be a lot of work. But the payoff was, it really wasn't as much work as I thought, and the payoff was uh, pretty amazing. So I'd love to do it again. Mm -hmm. That's great. I know there's been over 100 different, because I have the analytics side on my like end, and there's been over 100 different users that have accessed the videos that you guys have put together. And so that obviously is outside of the you know, like number of students that you guys serve. And so it's great that those resources are being shared with other teachers. Along with this podcast on our website, you'd be able to see the videos that we got a chance to put together. So certainly access those and the resources there. Um, is there any last minute, yeah, like final advice you would give to somebody that's maybe on the fence about this? I'd say, you know, if you want to try, even just trying to make one video and to use it with your students and see what the response is, you know, mm -hmm. just starting with one, you can start small, but uh, it was definitely worth it. And I would just say, don't be afraid to be silly and out of your comfort zone. Um, the kids really enjoyed it, and that's what made the video so engaging, I think. Yeah, and mm -hmm. they appreciate seeing that side of you as a teacher, definitely. even beyond yeah, like the what they are able to see on regular in the classroom. So thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it and for your Thanks. time with this whole initiative. And uh, if anyone out there is interested in Westside uh, in creating some videos, we do have uh, the opportunity to take a half day like we did in putting these videos together and we'd love to build some more resources. So uh, thanks, guys. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's a wrap on another great episode. For more information or to contact us directly, you can email our team at personalized.learning at westside66.net. As always, thanks for tuning in and learning from the Westside Personalized Podcast.